What's up, everybody? This is the Pearsall Bros Podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm with my brother, Pat. We are joined by a very special guest today, our little brother, Kurt. Today's episode is all about the Pac-12, how it unraveled, what caused the schools to disband, the future of schools leaving versus the four left behind, and how, oddly enough, this could be the best year yet. Hope you guys enjoy it. What's up, everybody? This is the Pure Soul Bros Podcast. It is August 12th. We are recording with a special guest today. So if you've been following us along, uh, one of our many, uh, many listeners that we've gained over the past few months, uh, you've seen our logo, of course, which uh, shows myself and my uh, Mark and my older brother, Patrick. Turns out there's a third brother. Maybe he's been... Uh, jealous or upset this whole time but kurt is making an appearance on this episode believe it or not what's up bros so uh we're going to uh invite him in as a guest well we talked about this earlier is he a guest star we'll let the audience decide that or uh decide that or not whether he is worthy of star status but it's august 12th not quite in the nfl season and baseball still has 40, 45-ish games, so we're they're in the home stretch, but not quite inside 30 games left when it's really exciting, when playoff races start to heat up. But we started talking about this last time, and since then, a complete change has occurred to the Pac-12 conference, which is something that uh, means a lot to the three of us. Uh, again, we've referenced that we were raised in the Northwest. I myself went to Oregon State. Pat went to the University of Oregon. Kurt went to the University of Washington. So we are stakeholders in all of this as fans and as uh, students of those universities once upon a time. So the news came and it's been a whirlwind to digest and something we, you kind of saw uh, on the on the horizon as a potential, but the fact that it happened as quick as it happened still has us all like scratching our head just in disbelief. Well, you're right, Mark. And I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, but I'm sure you do if you're listening to a sports podcast, the Pac-12 conference, which has been in existence for 108 years over what seems like a week's time has dissolved completely. Last year, USC and UCLA announced that they would be leaving the Pac-12 at the end of this upcoming season, the 23-24 season. And everybody thought, wow, that's, that's an interesting move, but that still leaves 10 teams. That's a viable conference that can function. Of course, USC and UCLA have been there since the beginning. This was a very interesting kind of move, but okay, that was their decision. And then out of nowhere, uh, Colorado announces that they will be leaving, which brings it down to nine. And then, interestingly enough, there was about a week where all of a sudden everybody's speculating, okay, well, who might the Pac-9 invite back in to fill that void? And then out of nowhere, a week later, Oregon and Washington announce that they are leaving the Pac-12 at the end of the upcoming season for the Big Ten. 
and then Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah announce that they are leaving for the Big 12. And all of a sudden, the Pac-12 Conference of Champions is not going to exist in, in, in seemingly the blink of an eye. After 108 years of, of existence, in a week is completely undone. And we are now looking at the last year of the conference. Colorado left on July 28th. August 4th was the following Friday, and that is the day that those other five schools announced their departure. So it's really just baffling. And all of a sudden, Oregon State, Washington State, Stanford, and Cal are stuck holding what's left of the bag with their pants around their ankles thinking, what the hell do we do now? Where do we go? What do we do? It's going to sh- create a very interesting sports season, but the the I know we're still watching, uh, curious and wondering what the hell is going to happen to those four schools. It, no one really knows exactly what's going to happen, but some sort of merger to the Mountain West is probably going to come from this for them. It seems likely. You know, I was reading last week, you know, that at some point in time, Cal and Stanford were maybe the ACC. And then I'm reading this morning that Florida State and Clemson don't want to expand the ACC. The ACC, I was also reading, is potentially in danger of itself dissolving. And so you're absolutely right. At the rate it turns over, we recorded our last podcast two weeks ago, and at the time, it was just like, I wonder what's going to happen to the Pac-12, because it's obviously still going to exist. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then a few days went by, and now it's almost definitely not going to exist. Now, I know that Oregon State, uh, representatives from Oregon State have said, we want the pack whatever to keep existing. So we are prepared to invite in, like you said, maybe some kind of merger with the Mountain West. Maybe it's team other teams as well. What's the number? 9, 10, 12, 15? Um, you have to have at least eight teams in a conference to compete in a as a Division One football conference in the NCAA. So that's a minimum number. So do they just take the top four teams from the Mountain West and poach those schools, or do they merge? But ultimately, let, let's zoom out real quick and let's sort of as the dust is continuing to settle. How do we feel as Pac-12 fans and members of the universities? And like, I still. As a, an alumnus of the school that's left behind, of course, I'm disappointed. But for you guys who are a part of the two schools that get to leave and uh, to seemingly greener pastures, are you excited about the opportunity or are you annoyed, upset, disappointed? You know, coming from the UW perspective, I think initially for me personally, it was sadness just about tradition and these games that you've been to for your whole life and stories you've heard of your whole life of these teams playing each other and now a lot of those games rivalries are gone potentially you know we're on for UW and Washington State this would be the 124th year of the Apple Cup I believe we're getting close to 125 and now the Apple Cup is like might or might not continue to happen sounds like they're gonna try on both sides to get it to go but you never really know with those things until it all happens or doesn't happen so initially it was some disappointment and then the longer it's kind of sat with I think the main feeling I've had is relief because it was clearly from UW that was trying to get off the ship the sinking ship that was 
the leftovers of the Pac-12. It seems like the USC-UCLA thing was really like the first thing that got the ball rolling. And then as much as we would like to stick around the Pac-12, it was just sort of, if you're going to stay here, it could end up being just a decimated shell of what it was. I was listening to the Husky Beat radio show take on it. And same guy, Softy, has been talking dogs for as long as I can remember, certainly when I was a student there 20 years ago. And he was just elated with the news. He thought this was the greatest thing that had ever happened in Husky football history. And I think a lot of that was from a position of, thank God we aren't left behind. Yeah. I think relief is a really good way to put it because I don't think anybody, it doesn't matter whether you're SC, UCLA, Oregon, or Washington, and even to take in the other schools who are moving to the Big 12, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, less of Utah and Colorado, because let's remember, they came in, you know, just about 10 years ago to the Pac-12. They didn't have, they don't have nearly the history of the other schools, but I think as a as a Husky or a Duck or Bruin or Trojan, I think you'd rather watch those teams play Cal or each other, which I guess they still will because they'll be in the same conference, but you'd rather watch them play Cal or one of the Arizona schools instead of Indiana yeah. or Purdue. No doubt. I, three weeks ago, bought tickets to go to the Cal game, and now all of a sudden that's like, Thank God I bought tickets to the Cal game. That might be the last time we ever get to play Cal. That was always kind of a fun rivalry. I was a member of the band when I was at UW. The UW and Cal bands have this really close, long-term relationship that goes back for years and years and years. And might be the last time we get to see them play until, you know, hopefully a non-conference thing or maybe a bowl game, whatever that ends up looking like. But, yeah, it's wild. It, it just seems like... All of this is for money, which I get, and money matters. Anybody who says it doesn't matter is, well, this is this is evident of it. You can say it's not in the best interest of the student-athlete, but even with considering the student-athlete, they you, you still need to pay people to be able to be the student-athlete's coaches and the administrators, and you need to pay for the facilities, and you need to pay for the travel, so the money's got to come from somewhere. And it turns out, in this day and age, the most money comes from TV money, and there's only so many... TV slots in a day. You can't broadcast a football game at one in the morning. That's not a viable TV slot. There's only so many dollars on the table. A lot of people have been describing it as like the Titanic, like the ship's going down. There's mm-hmm. only so many life rafts. Uh, I heard Jason Sukanik from Tennessee the Fan. He described it as like SC and UCLA got off on a helicopter. Like, see, they didn't. They didn't hit the iceberg yet. It, the iceberg was in the distance, and they're like, "We got to get the hell out of here." So let's get on a helicopter. Then Oregon, Washington, get on a lifeboat, <laughs> and Oregon State and Washington State are looking for any door, whittling piece of wood in the water. Stanford and Cal, just like, "Oh my gosh, where is Rose? Let me on the side of the door here, please, please, please." We can't all fit on the door. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> And it's all based on money. And I think the frustrating part is the Pac-12, under this cloak of this belief of we are the conference of champions and we are great, seem to just feel like it's okay, we're going to be fine. Yeah, the big the SEC signed their deal, the Big Ten signed their big deal, then the Big 12 signs their big deal, we're going to be okay. We're the conference of champions. And there was this just 
aura of arrogance and this thought that like, well, we don't have to work that hard because we're the ones with the product and the TV media companies are going to come to us. And all of a sudden it's like the TV and media companies are thinking, hey, Pac-12, there's not unlimited amounts of money on the table. And there's only so many time slots during a day to broadcast a football game. Turns out SEC, Big Ten, and Big 12, and ACC have wrapped up those time slots. So we don't have any more money to give to you. You're right. There's all kind of rumors still kind of going around about what exactly happened, you know, in the back rooms of the Pac-12. You know, there's a rumor going around right now that ESPN offered them a big deal for $30 million and the Pac-12 asked for $50 million a team. And he's like, no. And they walked. And then after that, uh, the Pac-12 was trying to broker something with Apple TV. But that would have required everybody to get a subscription to Apple TV to watch. You know, you'd have to pay money to watch your Oregon Duck games in the state of Oregon. No one. That would be a hard sell. It it wouldn't go. It would never go. Yeah. I mean, it it, it just would never happen. And then apparently they just stopped trying to do things. I mean, the rumor have the the commissioner, the Pac-12 commissioner, like the week... Uh, where everybody was bailing, it's like you know what? If you can find something else, good luck to you. You know that they that like he wasn't even trying to hold it together. He didn't seem particularly invested in it. It was just a job for him, which I don't know if that's the biggest reason. I think you could even go past him and and the prior commissioner Larry Scott, and he sat he signed at the time a fantastic media deal. I believe in twenty twenty three or twenty twelve. Excuse me, twenty twelve. But overspent a bunch of money, put the Pac-12 headquarters uh, in really expensive commercial real estate in comparison to its peers. They just spent way too much money on stuff that they shouldn't have been spending money on, put them in a deep hole. And to reference that like proposed rumored ESPN offer last year, $30 million, it sounds like today right now you think oh you can't believe i can't believe you wouldn't take that 30 million dollars that's what oregon and washington are getting in the big 10 this first year that's what uh, utah colorado and the arizona schools are getting in the big 12 but it's not what the big 10 those schools are getting 80 million a year so i think last year when you when you're offered less than half of your competitors it probably is a bit of a like, no, nah, are you kidding me? Thirty million, da 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 da. But it seems like again, they obviously thought they were worth more than they were. And as a Pac-12 fan, I think Pac-12 football is the best because when I look across the board, now I'm not saying that the top of the Pac-12 is better than the top of the SEC. I'm not that foolish, but I'm not worried about the bottom feeders of the Pac-12 competing with Illinois or Northwestern or Indiana. Rutgers. Rutgers, Maryland, or in the Big 12, Kansas State, or Iowa State, or Texas Tech, or Kansas. Like, none of these, I mean, obviously. West Virginia. Yeah, none of these are big powerhouse football programs. I still am a little bit flabbergasted that somehow those conferences are worth so much more money. I think football because it's the revenue-generating sport, football just matters a little bit more to those regions of the country than it does the West Coast. And you can tell by the size of the stadiums, and I guess you can tell by the media contracts, but I can't imagine the amount of revenue you would have generated from Oregon State versus Washington State on a Pac-12 game is going to generate that much less than... 
Texas Tech versus Kansas State. It's true. I mean, but that's this is kind of where some of the sadness comes in. Is it's just a lot of revenue talk, you know? It's like ultimately we love this sport because we went to it. We have experiences of being there. It's an exhilarating thing. Obviously, money is a big concern, but now it's like the only concern. You know, it would be cool to see. I don't know, and then that's still to be seen. Some more like tradition preserving ideas moving forward or something like that but it, this does feel fairly craven and that is the tough part of this one to swallow yeah that's where it just feels a little sick because it's so revenue focused a little dirty it's definitely dirty man i mean you know how much of this is because we're on the west coast and no one's watching west coast football because they're all asleep on the east coast you know like is it just a geography time zone thing or is, this, is that is that ridiculous but even though the number two media market is los angeles on the west coast and i believe seattle's a top 10 uh market and i think the bay area is also top 10 market so it's like that's the other thing too like we had our top schools were still money makers our markets were top 10 we had enough top 10 markets don't talk to me about the indiana and iowa and kansas and nebraska markets don't talk to me about those regions and in minnesota and wisconsin that the western states couldn't compete with them i really think it's just arrogance and the pac-12 presidents not being proactive enough what do you think pat are you excited about duck football way across the country no not really. I mean, the first thing I thought about as soon as I heard the thought was similar to you. Like, well, we've been playing the what used to be called the Civil War football game for over 100 years. And I thought, so does this mean that Oregon is never, isn't going to play Oregon State in football? Certainly not every year. Maybe once every 10 years. I mean, that's ridiculous. We have to travel to New Jersey, but we're not going to take a bus 45 minutes up the road. I'm disappointed in that. I, I think about things, too. It's just like, well... Are things going to realign every 10 years? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? I mean, I start thinking about that. It's just like, well, because this was so crazy and so fast. What happens 10 years down the line when the big whatever, you know, somebody signs a $3 billion TV thing and all of a sudden now we got to divide this. Well, actually, it makes more sense for us to go over here now. I mean, is Mm -hmm. is it just going to reshuffle every 10 years? Right. Like what happens to the bottom teams in the conference after five to ten years if they show no improvement whatsoever are they out are we kicking teams out are you know are we relegating or where does it go is it going to be like a european soccer Mm -hmm. thing we're like okay the top two schools get knocked down and the two schools from the non-power four now because it used to be power five of course but now power four do they get jumped in and there could be opportunities for uh, selfish, cool. selfishly, yeah, right. It'd be an interesting twist on it. And selfishly, I'm hoping for this. Like to Pat's point, in I think it's even five years when some of the media deals start to be renegotiated and, th- and thought of. Um, do they expand again? And do they look at some of those non-power four conference schools like Oregon State and Washington State and be like, "Wow, they're winning ten games every year. Maybe we should join them in." Be like, "Is this really what we're doing?" And I've read somebody's social media post is great, and they said, "Is it going to get to a point where the Big Ten is so big? Let's say it's twenty teams, and there's like ten teams on the West and ten teams in the Midwest, and then they just divide it into a <laughs> Western side and a Eastern side, and then the two teams play in the Rose Bowl every year." 
Like, I thought we were already doing that for the last hundred years, but I guess we can call it the Big Ten Championship now instead. Right. I mean, it's it's almost, I'm not saying, I don't even believe that there was a conspiracy, but it's almost conspiratorial. You know, they've been talking about the college football playoff expansion, right? They're going to expand to eight teams. They were waiting for the committee to do it, and all the Power Five conference presidents were like, we've decided not to wait for you, and you have to do this within the next five years. Right, I believe was the deal because of the rate it un- all unraveled at, and everything is moving, and the utter kind of like it doesn't make any sense. The geography doesn't mean anything anymore. It's almost like the NCAA is like, well, we d- we need to get to three twenty-team conferences for this thing to work for our grand vision of how this is all going to go down, and that means that the Pac-12 and the ACC. Both have to be dissolved. It's just going to be like Division One sports. Mm-hmm. But even still, be, there's sports like basketball and baseball where there's so many more teams involved. I mean, the NCAA uh, men's and women's basketball tournaments have 68 teams in them. So you can't just have 60 teams in in like one because they're not. They would never cut down those two revenue generating events. So. To keep the other sports in mind, which still generates some revenue, and me as a college baseball fan, every year it's making a little bit more money, it's making a little bit more money and a little bit more popularity as baseball starts to expand its popularity um, amongst amongst the youth with the whole football concussion thing. I still think football attendance is down uh, nationwide, and so some of those other sports are starting to to be to have more and certainly with soccer's popularity in the United States like there's going to be more people playing soccer so how is that impacted now again those sports aren't generating any revenue at this point and the money maker is still football so that's what's going to decide everything but Pac-12 is not the first victim here I mean the Big East was arguably the best basketball conference in the 80s and 90s and then because of football, that started to, to dissolve. Schools like Syracuse and Louisville and... Georgetown, St. John's. Yeah. You know, Georgetown and St. John's didn't have football teams, or at least they did. They weren't competing at a high level in Villanova. Um, but teams like Syracuse, who had a football team, jumped to the ACC because they had a football team and they could wake and they could make way more money. So this has happened before. It just seems like it's it's like that thing when you read about a horrible tragedy in the news, you just kind of gloss over it and you think like, oh, da 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 da. But when it happens to you, which is it now has happened to us, it's just a little bit more of a kick in the stomach. And I know from what I've heard across the board, I don't think there's any member of the universities leaving that is like really, really thrilled and excited. Now, we haven't really touched a ton on Utah, Colorado, and the Arizona schools because I think we all agree to the history of college sports and it being geographically based. You hate to say it, but those schools do fit in the Big 12. Yep. As the footprint currently exists. I mean, Arizona, it's not bordering Texas or that region. There's New Mexico squeezed in there in between the two, but it's almost there. And it then, certainly fits. I mean, Arizona's a lot closer to Texas than California is to New Jersey. <laughs> by that, uh, yeah, by that comparison, absolutely. So so that makes sense. And, and the Colorado was in the Big 12 prior to being, prior to moving to the Pac-12. So that makes sense. Um, and the Utah, and Utah moving over. As a defendant of the Pac-12, totally bummed. 
And as an alumni of Oregon State, where we are totally screwed, and yeah. I think I think the reality. So we we talked about like the unfortunate part that is is all based on money, and it totally sucks, and a bunch of rivalries, and a lot of uh, long time. Uh, battles with historic programs is going to be just gone and left by the wayside. What happens now going in the future with uh, all these other schools? For the remaining Pac-4, I think the best bet is to do some sort of merger with the Mountain West. But it doesn't seem like they're being too proactive about it. I think, I don't know what exactly they're going to do, but I think there's not much they can do. And to remind folks listening, the Mountain West is a conference that consists of Air Force, Boise State, Colorado State, Fresno State, Hawaii, Nevada, New Mexico, San Diego State, San Jose State, UNLV, Utah State, Wyoming, and Colorado College, which was news to me as of today. Yeah, when I looked it up, I was like, is that a fact? Okay. Is it an accredited university or is that just (laughs) a college? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like DeVry. Yeah. yeah, totally, right? Yeah. Um, so just rambling off those names, and as an Oregon State alum, you're like, this. Yeah, you looking forward to that? Huh? Yeah, this sucks. But yeah. it is what it is, and uh, we'll yeah, see what What's happens. the vibe in, in Beave Nation? Is it just pure, total despondency? Is there any kind of... I don't know. What I guess what would be your your Well there almost seems outcome. to be like denial on some level. Like mm. I've seen, you know, like where I think we were saying, you know, somebody's beavers were saying, like, no, we want the Pac twelve to keep going. And it's just like, mm. I don't know, man. I think that house has burned down. Yeah. Like with who? Pac twelve keep like going. Like Pac twelve going uh, like the <laughs> like, Pac twelve ain't going anywhere. It's done. Yeah. They it's it's like they want to rebrand the Mountain West as the Pac twelve, but mm. it's like slapping lipstick on a pig. Yeah. No offense. Colorado College, Wyoming, Utah. (laughs) But in all seriousness, yeah, it's like we are 3,000 square foot home burned down and we just built this 1,000 square foot house. It's it's still home. It's the same thing to be like, I guess it's shelter, but it's not the same. To Mm -hmm. compare it would is just in in denial. And still though, to the to this moment at least, I'm more sad that the Pac-12 has left than I am about my future in the Mountain West. Because as much yeah. as I love Pac-12 football and Oregon State being a part of it and enjoyed watching Oregon State play Washington and SC and UCLA, like every year when Oregon State beat USC, it was a big deal. It didn't happen all that often, but the few times it did, it was really exciting and one of the most exciting parts of our year. So, Yeah, the president of UW in their press conference for this described the decision to leave as heart-wrenching. So there was no... There was no veil of, I mean, they definitely try to put as positive a spin on it as possible, but there was not even a little bit of like, this This sucks for sure, that we have to do this or that we think we have to do this, but it definitely sucks. Like, we're not super excited. Like, this isn't the greatest thing ever. It was what we had to do to keep it going, Be given the alternative of the absolutely terrible Pac-12 deal that was available to them. Uh, that, that they described as the best thing about it was they could get out of it in two years. So they're like, that's not a deal we wanted to do if that's the best thing about it. But they, yep, they, even then, she was still like, this is a heart wrenching decision to make. Is it? Because it's <laughs> like, it's as a, as a member yeah. who, I, I'm on the, if to relate to, compare this to a relationship, I'm the person that got dumped. 
So you yep. are the person who's like, it's not me. It's not it's me, not, it's you. Yeah, or it's or not it's, you, it's me. Thank you, yeah. It's not you, it's me, and I'm just going to have to dump you today, and this is really heart-wrenching for me to do so. So sorry to say this. And I turn around, and I, you know, and now immediately start dating somebody hotter with more money and, you know, better friends. Like, you're like, but uh, it was so heart-wrenching for this to happen. Like, save it, Washington president. Like, I just <laughs> don't want to hear it. Um, I, what is ironic or interesting, some people have sort of also forecasted that. I would agree. The Apple deal, like, full subscription-based is like, ugh, like, that sounds awful. But do we all believe the future of television is subscription-based? Yes. Almost definitely. The, the, the old cable model model is over i yeah. mean it's not mm -hmm. it's not dying i mean i mean it is dying but it's dead so in five years i could see it absolutely being some sort of like uh youtube tv or you know espn plus or probably not espn plus but you know some version of a subscription based where whatever your streaming service you subscribe to you then have to purchase that extra 599 sports package to get the college sports broadcasted to your televisions i that would not surprise me at all so it kind of like a i would not that i would get any joy out of that because still my team would end up being in the mountain west battling it out on the gridiron versus colorado college when pat and i started this sports podcast did not think uh, Colorado College was going to be mentioned, so. <laughs> but here we are, right? What do you guys think is going to happen this season? Let's just say football season, with it being the last year between some of these schools. I mean, do you think a school like I don't even know what the the schedule is, but let's say just for, you know, like, do you think a school like UCLA goes to like Oregon State? They are actually in October. Okay, so so as I like, is Oregon State? extra motivated to beat them is are the oregon state fans do they boo them mercilessly if, for leaving for just like regardless of what's going on are they just like ditto washington state ditto cow ditto stanford are they just like screw all of you guys mm -hmm. for leaving us here in the dust unfortunately for stanford and cal i don't think they're going to be very good so as much as they would love to pour it on and <laughs> hammer some teams, I think they're going to be along with Colorado mm -hmm. and Arizona State. The, the, those are the bottom four teams, I think, in the Pac-12. But I'm, 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 I'm yes. talking more about not, not, even, not even like the athletic pour it on. I'm talking like the college. Mm -hmm. like in, in, and I guess in any sport, when Arizona State goes up to Pullman to play the Cougars, do they just – are the – students like throwing beers at the players because this is the last time we're coming you guys are abandoning us and now next season we got to play you know eastern washington tech it, because you guys are bailing out and whatever you know like right i it's a good point i thought that and i think yes and no but i do think if a team is way ahead in any uh i think there's going to be like members of the athletic department who are going to like wink, wink to, because there are certainly, while Stanford football's down, Stanford, every other sport is like, maybe besides men's basketball this year, Stanford, every other sport is top 25 in like every sport there. They have more championships than any university in the country. So I'm sure the Stanford AD will be like going up, whether it's crew or 
tennis and be like, pour it on them today. Let's, let's, yeah. From an athletic perspective, step on the neck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think it, it'll get. But maybe I. I do think Apple Cup, the game formerly known as the Civil War, those games could get. Unfortunately, Vicious. there could be there could be some violence between the two. Uh, there already is. I, I know there are already like fights that break out because too much uh, alcohol is consumed. So th- that's already happening. So I'm sure it's already it, tense for the last one, and oh, especially man. this year yeah. with like you are abandoning us. Not only this is the last game because you are leaving. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, yeah, it, it could get nasty. I'm gonna say it right now, and it's just too. I have to say it. I feel like. Dark Horse champion to win the Pac-12 conference is Oregon State. I, it, the Beavs are certainly like, I think they're like the spiritual favorites, you know, with all this going down, them being clearly one of the best teams that's sort of left in the lurch. Um, I think the players are going to be fired up on the Beavs. Yeah, like I mean, and, and honestly, I'd love to see it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Duck fan, and I'm obviously I'm rooting for the Ducks, but if the Beavers were to somehow pull it, I mean, that would be awesome. Awesome. It would be. I'm buying. That would be, or the yeah. Cougars, for that matter. Sure, I yeah. mean, if I mean, no, that's not not going to happen. Yep. Sorry, y'all. Less, <laughs> less likely. Less. Likely. But but if it did, I would be like, well, there you go. That's that's great. It would be fitting. That, that would be a fit, especially because everybody's obviously just jumping ship for money. It would be great yeah. if one of these other schools just punched them in the Take face. That capitalism. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Why not? And so, except for of course the Ducks. <laughs> yeah, or the Ducks. As long as they don't beat UW, it's all good. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, uh, Washington plays in Corvallis this year. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even really call that a rivalry. It's a no, fun it's game. it's pretty friendly. Yeah, but I do think if you're if you're up and it's like, we're up by three touchdowns, minute left, yeah, we're not going right. to do anything, it's be like, no, nope, we're throwing it deep. Let's mm-hmm. let's go up by four touchdowns. <laughs> let's bury them here. So I, I do expect that to happen athletically. Um and I fair game. You left, so to yeah. hell with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the dust is still settling on what was once called the Pac-12, and what's going to also be an interesting narrative and part of the commentary. Watch every Pac-12 football game with the volume turned up, because it's going to be the last. It's it's going to be all they talk about. In between, you know, all the plays, right? I mean, talk about it so much. It's it's going to be all they talk about, and it's going to be part of the history. And really, like, I guess my message to all the all the schools, all the fans, and everything would be like, soak it in, and Mm -hmm. and be like, am I going to watch this game? Am I going to watch Arizona State versus Washington State this year? I probably will. Because it's the, I mean, they could play each other in non-conference games, of course, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean nearly as much. Interestingly enough, it'd be interesting. I have a, they, they'll probably sell more tickets right. to everything yeah, this will be than they've season. ever sold mm-hmm. in the history. I mean, they're going to sell more softball tickets and more lacrosse tickets. Soccer. And soccer, everything. everything. Yeah. They're going to sell more of everything. And if Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, or Washington State wins the conference in any sport, buy that T-shirt. So you can say you're yeah. the Pac-12 champion <laughs> no in doubt. women's soccer or men's tennis. Mark or- and I were talking last week, and he was saying, like, just go out and buy some Pac-12 gear, anything yeah. that says Pac-12 on it, because it's going to become vintage stuff here pretty soon. In Like, oh, that's a Pac-12 Husky T-shirt. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a Pac-12. You know, like... Mm-hmm. In 10 months. It will no longer exist. Yeah. 
And I think it'll be interesting, even if they did try to rebrand, and if the Mountain West schools were like, sure, we're not married to the name Mountain West, we'll just call ourselves the Pac-12, that would almost be stupid, (laughs) for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. It'd almost be like, it'd be like a band replacing all of the members and be like, we're still going to call ourselves the Stone Temple Pilots. If Robert Plant was touring, it's like, it's, it's Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But we're not gonna play Led Zeppelin songs because yeah. we're you know, like that that's also the thing. Like that you know, that's the difference. It's like we're gonna call ourselves this, but because all of the players are different, we can't even it can't even remotely look the same. So um, as the dust settles, enjoy the competition, watch as many of the games as you can. And if you happen to be around a university president of USC, UCLA, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, feel free and let them know how you feel. Well, that's fair. I think they 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 deserve the earful. Oh yeah, they absolutely deserve the earful. I mean, like it's, I mean, and it's, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I mean, I'm fully admitting that I don't like it, even yeah. though I'm on the lifeboat or whatever. My Oregon yeah. Ducks are in the light, whatever. However you want to phrase it, I think it's dumb. You know what yeah. you could, which just popped into my head, what you could see when the one of the four schools plays one of the like the fans bust out a whole bunch of give him like the Alex Rodriguez treatment when he left the Mariners for the Rangers take about a, like a wad of Monopoly money mm-hmm. just start throwing it on like I that I, that would be great oh, that would sure. like throw it on the court like if you're Oregon State playing Oregon basketball games oh, yeah. throw it all over the Eugene oh, yeah. court just like here you go all take your money yeah stuff everybody that song is gonna come back it's real big fish is gonna have a renaissance <laughs> 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 they never went away, man. Real Big Fish has always been there. <laughs> so I'm excited for it, but yeah, like totally sad. Totally, legitimately yeah. sad. Um, yeah, I'm not in any way excited about duck fighting Illini anything. Yeah. I don't care yeah. at all. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're so we're going to be talking for the rest of the, certainly in the fall, we'll be, we'll be knee deep into Pac-12 football because... Uh, it's historical. The, the only last- silver lining is this might be the best year of Pac-12 sports ever. Yeah, each one of our teams is also going to be good. So it's yes, it's a fun. It's going to be a fun year, despite all this craziness and the extenuating yeah. circumstances. Proud, it's going to be good. Proud Pac-12 defender Yogi Roth has mentioned it's the best the conference has been at least in the last like 25 years. Which in is terms super of, ironic. Yeah, <laughs> the number the last year it exists. The number of great quarterbacks, the number of of explosive athletes. I think this is the most preseason top 25 teams we've had in the last 20 years. I think we got five or six teams, and so um, kudos to the Pac-12 for putting themselves in this position and then just pulling the ripcord on this thing and just saying any chance they get to like may or like let's say let's say let's say a Pac-12 team wins the the sweet 16 you know wins yeah. the basketball championship <laughs> it was like you know what psych Never we, mind. We, never mind. We love this <laughs> conference of champions out oh, here. No chance. Only if <laughs> one con- of the TV deals offers them more money than they currently I have. Mean, I mean, that's the thing. Is it's like everybody's talked about intent. Has anybody actually signed con other than mm. USC and UCLA? Has anybody actually signed contracts? What I know about contracts too is y- there's always ways to get out of them, which is based on money. 
So, um, and what's also interesting, uh, what's also interesting is what some people believed is like Oregon State and Washington State path to the Big 12 or whatever else is Fox owns all the rights to the Big 10. So that's why the Big 10 was going after these West Coast schools because they have, there's a time slot at 7 p.m. They need the primetime night slots. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so now ESPN, their their deals are with the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12. They have no school in the Pacific time zone. So ESPN, starting in 2024, will not broadcast a single game at 7 o'clock. Unless they show some... Mountain Westy Pac 12 games. And so they thought, well, they have to fill those slots with some teams. And I'm sure they'd rather fill them with Oregon State than, sorry, Colorado College, but uh, you, you missed the boat there. But Oregon State versus another Pac 12 team is going to generate way more revenue than even Wyoming versus Boise State. Right. And the other side of that coin is, too, is that for the Huskies and the Ducks, every good game is going to be on at 7 30 at them. night. I hate even on the West games, Coast, they go until 11 o'clock at night. Yes, if you're at those games in person, it's miserable. <laughs> I don't, I can't speak to the Eugene experience, but the Seattle experience just terrible. If you, uh, you're not getting home till two or three a.m. And who that's, wants to that's watch a football be game, game at 11 o'clock at night? Mm-hmm. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. And because it's just the four schools really on the coast that are going to the Big Ten, it's gonna be one of those schools every single week. So it's always gonna be yeah. your night game is gonna have one of those four schools right like pretty much it has to be yeah and i bet not just one game or two games a year i bet you almost all of the home games in husky stadium in Autzen stadium in the la coliseum and in the rose bowl will be seven o'clock kickoffs yeah it's thought about that that bummed me out <laughs> yeah no so, you're right though you're at the uh, same thing so with true. the basketball mm-hmm. games yeah. everything you know like i want to go to a basketball game eight o'clock tip like oh god baseball games yeah like, yeah yeah Everything. So um, we were complaining about that as of now because yeah. for that reason, there was a lot of Pac-12 games on. Be- Pac-12 after dark. It's a thing. It's always but- the big complaint when your team was good, too, because they need that. That time slots. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, you're like, well, it's fun to have a good team, but we have to play all these stupid night games so they can put it on TV and all this stuff. So it's kind of fun when, you're, when you suck because you get to go to those 1230 tailgates, which are just amazing. Or whenever you played Arizona because they sucked yeah. over the last... 15 years and you're like all right we got it yeah we got a 12 kickoff That's let's sick. do this i can actually go to dinner get mimosas at the tailgate going that's a special treat right there yeah for sure so there's a lot still to unpack and we could probably continue to go and go and go sad disappointing day so watch your pack 12 sports all of them and if you get a chance to go you should go this is the year to go. This is the year yep. to go. If you if you if you're even you know if you're if you're that's the year like well maybe we should just a bit of a drive and I don't want the weather it's like you're never and I don't say I don't want to say never, but you're not going to get another chance probably anytime soon. So yep. go. Well, all right, everybody. I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode. We'd like to say an extra special thanks to our very special guest Kurt Pearsall coming all the way in. From Carson, Washington, with his University of Washington perspectives, purple though they be. <laughs> Thanks, bros. <laughs> Anytime. Well, for my brother Mark and myself, we'd like to say thank y'all. Have a good one, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>